KP, KPC, News, Information, Culture, KPCC, California Sensibility. Oh, hello. It's Amy Choi. And I'm Rebecca Lair, and we are the Mashup Americans. So, Rebecca, you watching the Oscars this year? think so <laughs> no, no why not i mean i might watch for chris rock to see how he deals with everything but i it just i don't know i would i didn't wasn't really feeling any of the movies this year and obviously i think there there's probably some kind of reason for that you know the fact was that there that it was that hashtag oscar so white <laughs> maybe something like that i you know i'm like <laughs> ah leonardo DiCaprio's in the snow for three hours i just don't care <laughs> But the thing I think that everyone's trying to say about that Oscar So White sort of hashtag and concept and conversation is that this piece of culture that we love, 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 the movies, doesn't look anything like the country that we love, 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 which is totally mashy. I mean, TV, on the other hand, is actually doing pretty awesome at this. That's true. You know, I think shows have really, um, like, picked up the ball here. But, I mean, the reason that we do what we do at Mashup is, again, we love our great big multicolored country, and we know how important it is to see ourselves on the screen, whether big screen, little, handheld, all the screens. (laughs) And because the Oscars didn't necessarily capture our attention this year, um, I say we do a little Oscars ourselves. So here's a little something short and sweet for Oscars weekend, our votes for the best Mashup movies ever. Yay! Drum roll, right, please. So, <laughs> woo! so let's start with your favorite mashup movie, Rebecca. Okay, it is so clear to me that La Bamba is the best mashup movie ever. First of all, you guys are so lucky that I sing for you. Um, (laughs) So, first of all, it's Latinos and rock music. Um, It was so new and fresh. It's in the 50s that it took place. It came out in the 80s. Um, It's this classic American story with this Mexican-American protagonist. His name was Richard Valenzuela, then he became Richie Valens, so there's a whole name thing. Richie Valens. As I grab you. I don't like it. That's for shit, man. I mean, Valenzuela was our dad's last name. You can't just cut it in half. Um, He had this girlfriend who was super white and his... Her dad didn't want him to date her, Donna, even though he wrote the best song about her. Is Donna in? No, Donna's not in. This is her father. Can I help you? Could you uh, tell her that Richie called again, please? Yeah, okay. Um, I know. I'll cry. Just don't even. I'm going to start crying. Okay. That soundtrack like, and that movie were so important to me as a kid. Everything about it, him living in L.A., the travel, the songs in Spanish and English, I just I just love it. I just got gooseies. That, that's a strong contender for Best Mashup Movie. I, Thank I'm, you. I'm with you on that one. So what's yours? Um, duh, it would be the Joy Luck Club. In me, they see their own daughters, just as ignorant of all the hopes and dreams all mothers brought to this country. No talking in Chinese. How do I know you're not cheating? You don't know, but we are your auntie, and we are very honest people. We will not cheat you. And I almost, it almost, it like as critical and important as that movie 
is and was to me, it almost makes me angry that in 20 some years that has there hasn't been anything as good that's come out. Yeah. But truly, I mean, the film has four Asian daughters, four Asian moms. They're talking about immigration, the challenge of mother-daughter bonds, jumping over language barriers, cultural barriers, international and intergenerational barriers. It's about trying to understand um, where we all come from and where our new roots are. And the idea that these moms are trying to give a foothold into this new country for their daughters while trying to also share all this wisdom that they have from the past. I mean, it's uh, oh god and what about it's the so white good. boyfriends what about the white boyfriends well, there are many white boyfriends <laughs> and they're coming home and pouring soy sauce on things you know linda all this needs is a little soy sauce <gasps> and they don't know how to use chopsticks and then they go to parties and people are making shitty comments i want you to know rose that we're a very liberal family I couldn't I believe know. what she was, was telling me. It was straight yeah. out of some awful racist movie like The World of Susie Wong. Ted is going to be working with his father in the company, and uh, he's going to be judged by people of a different standard. The whole thing is perfect. There are There's June, there's Lena, there's Waverly and Rose. Um, I'm <laughs> having trouble even... Even talking about it because it was so important and because it was so critical for me to see women and these girls having struggles and bonds the way that perfectly, perfectly reflected my family. Yeah, totally. Okay, so next I need to give an award that is very, very near and dear to my very nerdy heart. And it is the award for the best portrayal of a nerdy Latino. The movie is Stand and Deliver. Did you know that neither the Greeks nor the Romans were capable of using the concept of zero? It was your ancestors, the Mayas, who first contemplated the zero, the absence of value. It's your story. You burros have math in your blood. Hey, kimusabe todo, manos, everything, orale. Kimusabe. Orale, okay. And it came out in 1988. We have Reagan in office. We have gangland. We have all this conversation about street violence and gangs. And here we get to have a nerdy Latino and this story of this school that and this classroom that gets to win. Hey, Kimo, you proud of me? I'm the first dude here. What's calculus? What is calculus? Um, but I just uh, this this is such an incredible and inspirational story. Um, it's true. It's based on the life of Jaime Escalante, a teacher in East L.A. who taught kids that everybody thought were losers calculus. And uh, dare I say, this is also when Lou Diamond Phillips, in his role as Angel, really cements his place as an honorary Latino. Um, yep. It may have been only recently that we found out that he wasn't actually Latino. We're busted. Why don't we just admit it? By recently, do you mean last week? <laughs> Possibly. Um, but he's part Filipino, part Native American. He was born on an American military base in the Philippines. He's definitely mashy. And uh, somehow it doesn't bother either of us that he's played about a billion roles as a Latino. I mean, he's also he's already won two awards in our mashup Oscars. <laughs> so. It's a true story. He may win the award for best mashup actor of all time. <laughs> it's so true. It's so true. All right. So moving on, I... I, this is a word that is very special to me, being the daughter of an immigrant dad. The next award for us is winner of the realist portrayal of an immigrant dad. Oh. And that award goes to Harold and Kumar. I'll completely cut you off. 
Dad, come on. Daddy is not coming or anything. Oh, yay. God, yeah, we just love this movie that features immigrant families, the unique pressures on first-generation kids, model minorities, interracial friendships, interracial relationships, and, of course, getting high, which are all really critical <laughs> mashup values. Well, it's also, maybe it's not so much getting high as the pursuit of a snack. <laughs> the pursuit of a snack. You know, I think a there's great a good connection there. <laughs> um, and, of course, what wasn't it Neil Patrick Harris? What the hell are you doing here? You guys kept talking about White Castle last night so much, it made me start to crave it, too. Dude, where's my car? Where's his car, dude? <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. I told you last night I was tripping balls. <laughs> oh, God, he was... That was really the, the re-emergence of the glory of Neil Patrick Yeah, Harris. anyways, the whole <laughs> movie, we love it. We love seeing... Uh, both Harold and Kumar buck against the trends of the way that they were expected to be. Something that Yeah, and I think also, you know, the, one of the really beautiful things about that movie is that it didn't make a big deal out of their interracial friendship. They just were who they were. They were rooted in where they were rooted, and their friendship surpassed all of that. The most important thing was their relationship with each other. Well, that's why it felt so incredibly normal, especially because I happened to go see that movie with my friends Arun and Hector. Um, <laughs> no joke. And in the end, we all, the whole movie theater, sang Wilson Phillips together. Should we should we sing Wilson Phillips? No, no we're going to move we've, on. We've sung Okay. <laughs> okay, so next up, food. It's one of the most important ways we show our love and share our traditions and cultures. Avi, we talk about this all the time. And with mashups, there are just like lots of things that just aren't choices, like eating what your family makes at dinner. That's just not a choice. Whatever they make. Not a choice. No. <laughs> just, Can I just emphasize that that's not a choice? No. I didn't know that you could be like request something for dinner until I started hanging out with more white kids. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> Though I grew up in a household of picky eaters. so. But it, yeah, it's really not. And, and especially at a family event, you either eat what everyone gave you or you don't eat at all. So nope. our next category in the Mashup Americans movie spectacular is... Best scene, introducing your meat-loving melting pot family to your vegetarian boyfriend. And the award goes to my big fat Greek wedding. Ian is a vegetarian. He doesn't eat meat. He don't eat no meat? No, he doesn't eat meat. What do you mean he don't eat no meat? Oh, that's okay. That's okay. I make lamb. Come. Come. Um, I mean, I love everything about how Tula's immigrant father solves life's problems with Windex. Absolutely. But, uh, <laughs> and, you know, I'll be honest, I really wanted to put Windex on my pimples after I saw that movie. But obviously <laughs> the winning scene here is about how her family is trying to show their love and acceptance to a new guy. Aiden, obviously, from Sex and the City. But they just, they don't get how a person could be vegetarian. Um to be fair, I'm not totally sure I understand how somebody could be vegetarian. Me neither. 
Uh, but uh, wasn't Neil once vegetarian? Not when I knew him. I mean, I even think. when I actually when I lived in <laughs> in Spain, they'd be like, "Yes, yes, this is vegetarian. It's just chicken wrapped <laughs> in cheese." And I was like, "Obviously vegetarian." Yeah. Um, I once dated a guy who kept kosher. That was terrible. I am a Jew, and I never have dated a guy who kept. No, that's kept an excellent kosher. decision making. All right, so finally. Finally, our next movie is so mashy that it basically wins every category that we can imagine at all. Uh, Best barbershop monologue. Best mashup monologue. Best description of mashup America and being an immigrant. Best defense of your name. Uh, Best reason why Queens is the true United Nations. And the best description of African royalty. Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) The award goes to... Coming to America! Yay! <laughs> Yay! It feels so lovely to be here tonight. What a beautiful art. Give yourselves a round of applause. You're so lovely. Everyone's so lovely. And um, while you're in the clapping mood, I'd like to give a big round of applause to my band, Sexual Chocolate. All right, there's Eddie Murphy, Arsenio Hall, James Earl Jones. I know. And uh, again, let's go back. Let's pick out the one scene. For me, this is it. The barbershop. The Brown Bomber. Now that was a great boxer. You damn right. I suppose nobody in here ever heard of Cassius Clay. We got a point. Cassius Clay was a bad motherfucker. Hey, I ain't saying Clay ain't bad. I'm just saying I stopped liking Cassius Clay once he changed his name to Muhammad Ali. What kind of shit is that? Wait a second. Wait a second. A man has the right to change his name to whatever he wants to change it to. And if a man wants to be called Muhammad Ali, God damn it, this is a free country. You should respect his wishes and call the man Muhammad Ali. His mama named Clay. I'm going to call him Clay. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows that Eddie Murphy played at least three characters in that scene, right? Including the, the old Jewish guy, Saul. <laughs> <laughs> I love it so much. Um, nothing compares to that. So what's your favorite part of the movie? Oh, my God. I love everything about this movie. I love the arguments. I love the conviction. I love the New York City scenes. And sincerely, I love just that dreaminess of, like, coming to America and finding your queen, period. Also, the clothes. I don't know. I just end the last scene. Come on. Go on, honey. Take a chance. Uh, Go on, honey. Take a chance. Take a chance. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if you guys have better categories and better awards, which... We are sure that you do. Find us on Facebook now and tell us your favorites. We are very easy to find. The Mashup Americans are me, Amy Choi. And me, Rebecca Lair. If you want mashup news stories delivered to you each and every week, sign up for our newsletter at mashupamericans.com slash newsletter. Do it. Do it. Our show is produced by American Public Media and Southern California Public Radio, KPCC. We're also supported in part by an award from the National Endowment for the Arts on the web at arts.gov. Besos. See you at the movies. Coming to America.